WTEL podcasts are powered by Stanley Steamer Air Duct Cleaning, Delaware's clean air experts. Call 1-800-STEAMER. It was kind of interesting. We heard from the Vice President of the United States at the memorial service honoring the late Senator John McCain. The President asked me to be here on behalf of a grateful nation to pay a debt of honor and respect to a man who served our country throughout his life in uniform and in public office. And it's my great honor to be here. And we play that uh, audio cut of uh, the vice president for this reason. Over the last couple of weeks of big political news, ask yourself, other than just now, what you heard, how much have you seen or heard from Vice President Mike Pence? Especially with John McCain's death, you could argue Joe Biden, for example, yesterday in Phoenix, is still more visible, typically, in almost any given week than uh, Vice President Pence is. And all this prompts an article in the Atlantic Online. It's entitled, Mike Pence and his talent for being absent, and some would say very intentionally. Vice presidential expert Joe Goldstein, who has made the study of the U.S. vice presidency his hallmark, and has authored several books about the U.S. vice presidency and the modern vice presidency, beginning with Walter Mondale. He's also a professor of law, incidentally, St. Louis University School of Law. Uh, Joel, very interesting. Again, uh, playing this audio bite of the current vice president, but uh, the point is most of the time we never hear or see him typically in the national news. Uh, no, I think that that's right, Alan. He hasn't uh, assumed a very visible a national role um, in some, to some extent, that's because uh, President Trump sort of sucks the air out of the room. He likes to be center stage, and he hasn't given the vice president many high-profile roles. Um, the vice president spent a lot of time campaigning, uh, dealing with local media uh, more than making national news, and really trying to stay away from the, uh, the White House a lot. In, in, in many respects, his vice presidency differs from uh, his recent predecessors, and that they very much wanted to be in the room. Uh, vice President Biden, the last guy in the room, uh, oftentimes for Vice President Pence, he doesn't want to be in the West Wing. You know, it, it's fascinating uh, just to ponder, what if some other man had won the Republican presidential nomination, gone on to become president, and chosen Mike Pence? Uh, whether Mike Pence, just by personality type, uh, is more withdrawn, or whether this is very deliberately an attempt by him not to get in uh, his boss's way, and, and or to not tarnish his political future by being tied too closely to the president, but also by seeing uh, being seen as uh, obedient to the president. I, I think that's exactly right. I mean, any time the relationship between a vice president and a president is going to depend upon the personalities and the needs of the two individuals. And so um, in President Trump's case, um, on the one hand, um, he really seems to demand a lot of, um, uh, of um, almost servility. He wants people around him to profess publicly their devotion to him constantly. Um, and Vice President Pence has done that. On the other hand, he creates these situations where oftentimes it's in your interest not to be very close to what's going on. And so I think that if the if Vice President Pence were serving somebody else, he might behave uh, differently. But um, the the approach he's taken is really a function of 
who the president is and and then trying to adjust to it. Of course, it gets to uh, whether or not uh, Vice President Vence's political future is served, assuming that uh, he has presidential ambitions himself, by being the position he's in. Uh, surely uh, some prominent conservative columnists, uh, notably George F. Will, have excoriated him, although, of course, Will's not a Trump fan either. No, I think that's right. I mean, so what Vice President Pence has tried to do is he's tried to play up to his constituency of one, the president, to stay on his good side, uh, to please uh, his supporters by uh, going overboard praising the president. But he's also tried to stay away from, to the extent that he can, the controversial aspects of the uh, Trump presidency and, and, and campaigning around the country uh, both allows him to do that and it allows him to curry favor with Republican politicians and uh, to establish his own uh, network for a race down in the future. Professor, I wonder if you would comment on, on this point, and uh, that is that uh, just looking to the future, uh, the vice president uh, has this very uh, tedious uh, position, arguably more difficult than any uh, recent previous vice president, and uh, in a way... Uh, his fate is tied to Trump or not? Because we get to, for example, even among the Democrats, uh, impeachment talk, of course, uh, many of them are saying, no, we, we don't want to go there, in part because maybe the country has no stomach for that kind of protracted proceeding. But on the other hand, if if uh, we got a President Pence by virtue of impeachment, uh, then uh, for Democrats the game is, well, uh, are they better served by keeping Trump in there or a resolute conservative, pure-blood conservative, who is not going to uh, cause all these antics? Yeah, I mean, I think, I, I think that's a, a, a question for a lot of uh, uh, pe- people to consider, um, um, because uh, for, for Democrats, uh, Vice President Pence's politics uh, uh, really run counter to the Democratic platform as well. Um, I think from Pence's standpoint, um, whenever, whenever a vice president is serving a president where there's talk about succession, impeachment, or uh, so forth, it, it creates a certain awkwardness, um, and particularly given that there's the investigations of people very close to President Trump, and so it's in the vice president's interest to stay as far from those kinds of discussions as he can, to stay away from the, the West Wing um, yeah. and not get sucked into those discussions. Well, you know, it's interesting. Of course, this also dates me of a certain age, but I remember covering then-Vice President Gerald Ford when I was still a teenager. But even then, uh, when we were covering Ford, the, the guessing game was, does he make any allusion at all to uh, the cloud that was descending upon Richard Nixon? And uh, it was interesting, though. We actually believed there was a possibility he might allude to it indirectly. I don't think anybody covers Vice President Pence in, in the way of, is he dare going to say anything about Trump's troubles other than he resolutely supports the president? Right. And, and, and he, you know, he, he, I mean, even in the clip that you played, I mean, he said that President Trump had asked them to be there uh, at, at Senator McCain's uh, memorial service. And, uh, I mean, he goes out of his way to attribute good things to President Trump. Um, when, you know, the relationship between President Trump and Senator McCain was pretty toxic, uh, the president's nowhere near those uh, services. Um, but on the other hand, he tries to stay away from 
um, anything having that relates to the Mueller investigation, to Manafort, to the Russian investigation. He's been burned a few times where he's defended the president, for instance, saying that the vice president spoke the party line when he said that uh, Trump had fired Comey because of the Rosenstein memo. And then the president went on national television and said, no, I was going to fire him anyway. Yes. It had to do with the Russian investigation. So it, it, Pence is in a precarious position because when he does defend the president, at times um, he has the, uh, you know, the, the floor pulled out from under him um, and ends up looking silly. Um, so he's trying to navigate a very difficult line, I think. Well, uh, still, you'd rather be Vice President Pence than Attorney General Sessions at this point. But all right, Joel, thank you. Have a good uh, remainder of the holiday weekend. You too, Alan. Take care. Vice Presidential Scholar Jill Goldstein, Professor of Law, St. Louis University School of Law, author of books about the Vice Presidency.